Okay. Hello. Uh, welcome. To- <laughs> Shit. Welcome <laughs> to the podcast. It's been a while. Um, I uh, yeah, I was in Halifax last week and decided not to record the podcast uh, from through hotel, hotel. Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's probably smart. And I didn't. I didn't tweet out that to anyone, and so fuck it. Oh well. Um, oh well. We're back, <laughs> we're back <laughs> now. You'll live. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So uh, I feel like more more meaningful stuff probably happened last week than this week. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, there's a couple things this week that were huge. Yeah, for at like, least to for me. Us. Yeah, for <laughs> us. Yeah. Um, one thing which was uh, which we nailed, specifically mm-hmm. you nailed. Yeah, and uh, I we didn't record when we it. when I said it. Yeah, we just tweeted about it. But yeah. Yeah, um, you told me last week when Chris Jericho had said that he will be facing putting he'll be facing any Ring of Honor champion, doesn't matter who, mm-hmm. um, TV champion, world champion, tag champion, women's champion, he'll face anybody. And you said it should be Colt Cabana mm-hmm. because of the whole punk thing with punk leaving. That would just be a cool thing, and I was like, "Yeah, give me Colt Cabana. That's yeah. that's fantastic." And it was Colt Cabana. That is cool as hell. Mm-hmm. But first, I guess we should get to the other stuff. But that was fun because mm-hmm. uh, last week you you said that, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that that would be amazing. That would be a really smart symbolic move mm-hmm. as to the direction of how things are going in AEW right now." For sure, to make and, that call, and he's over, and it just feels good to see him back. Yeah, he got emotional. Um, it was good. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. Anyways, something I didn't want to see: Darby versus Jay Lethal. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It, I didn't <laughs> mind the match. Awards. Yeah, it was just a. It was a weird match to open the show with, but like at the end, I guess it makes sense why they opened with it, but. Yeah, it, I I wasn't too excited about it, even though I I loved the um, like garage door stuff from a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: is like Jay. Le- I mean, both these guys really can't have a bad match. Mm-hmm. They're very very good at what they do. The problem is their extracurriculars in the past have. Mm-hmm. This is just like fucking how to catch a predator. The match yeah, for sure. Um, but I'm not saying that they try and sleep with little boys. I'm not saying that, but they are predators. Um, uh, the going into this, uh, Jay Lethal said he had a secret weapon, so it was like, oh shit, what's the secret weapon? Mm-hmm. Um, we got a hot start to this match. It was a start off like a blood feud, which makes sense because of the garage door thing with the figure four, very reminiscent of the old WCW, mm-hmm. old NWA. Um, I loved Lethal going back to that again, slapping the figure four underneath the the, the ring barricade. barricade. Yeah, that was cool. The fan barricade was awesome. Mm-hmm. That's the type of stuff I'm just like, Lethal has cool ideas. Mm-hmm. He has really cool ideas. Like that Rochambeau that he did with Ricky Starks that time. Oh, that was the like... Lethal injection into the Rochambeau was, was one like... of the greatest finishes to a match I've ever seen. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, uh, I, I loved in this match when Darby tried to... Uh, suicide dive and ran into Sat and uh, Yeah, just and, bounced off of him. And Sat and Singh did not move at all. He didn't move at all. Yeah. 
<clears throat> oh my god, it was so funny. And then a man dressed like Sting. Um, he's wearing the Sting jacket. He's got a mask. Clearly, it's not Sting, but mm-hmm. he. I think he hit Darby with the with the bat outside the ring in the gut, and then rolled him into the ring. Yeah. Um, then he gets hit with a lethal injection from from Jay Lethal for the win. And then that Sting comes in the ring, takes off the mask, and it's Cole Carter. Yeah, it's like this. Uh, okay, it's like <laughs> this is this is the secret weapon. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, uh, ooh, this isn't gonna go well. It gave and me then, when they first did it. It gave me vibes of when they first introduced Satman Singh, and they did the uh, lights out, and he came. <laughs> it was like, what? Who's this guy? But it, they turned it around. Yeah, very so quickly. <laughs> Sting's music hits. This brings all of uh, Sanjay and Satnam and Cole Carter and uh, Lethal outside the ring. Uh, they go up, they start walking up the ramp to to cut off Sting. Sting never appears, but behind Darby, who who his uh, his guard has dropped, appears the last outlaw. Mm-hmm. Fucking Jeff Jarrett. Oh my god, he hit him with the guitar. <laughs> yeah, nailed him with the guitar, busted him open. But yeah, cracked the back of his head open. He must have like caught the back of his head on the yeah, back of the guitar. I bet like a shard of guitar or something. Had all the powder in it too, so it looked cool. <laughs> yeah, man. Great shot. Mm-hmm. Um and then he comes on the mic and he he's talking about how his uh his family has he has a huge family legacy in wrestling. His family's touched every major wrestling promotion mm-hmm. since the dawn of time. Mm-hmm. He's wrestled for he's appeared on every major wrestling show this year. He's been everywhere. He will be everywhere. He's had his fingers on AEW, but we didn't realize it. Now he's finally um, appearing on camera to to just fuck with AEW a bit. <laughs> And because uh, he's bored, I guess. Yeah. And he says that, yes, Darby, we talked about what your greatest weakness is, and that's your reliance on Sting. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I was like, fair enough. That yeah. that That's cool. And he says that he's going to fill a bunch of body bags. Mm-hmm. Like, All right, cool. I mean, yeah. I don't need him wrestling matches per se, but what I do love is him heading up a stable. Yeah, yeah, because he's he's excellent on the mic, and he's got like that old school sensibility. So he'll be good. He'll help out a lot of people. And we got to hear him say "slap nuts" and his TNA theme. So yes, he did say I, "slap I, nuts." I was happy with I all that. Juice. I need Beetlejuice. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Give me Beetlejuice. Yeah, and then after the show, it was announced that he is all elite, and I forget his role, but it's like but development it's, of. It's, live shows or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's the it's the same role he had with WWE, mm-hmm. which was he was in charge of the house shows. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. So we might be getting some house shows, which would be good for talent that doesn't get on TV. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. wrestle some legitimate matches that aren't squashes. Mm-hmm. Um maybe they should let the fans see them, but I I tend to think that stuff is just you let it you let it just exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's half shows for like every company are always kind of non-canon. Like they, yeah, they'll use it to like test out matches for feuds they want to have coming up and stuff. And 
AEW did say that their house shows were canon and that it would count towards the records. I don't know if they'll keep that going, if this is what this is signaling towards. Mm-hmm. I mean, they but, don't have... How many house shows have they done? I know they... I remember that one they did... Um, yeah, just the one. Yeah. Just the one. <laughs> yeah. But it, and it, it counted. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, like, what they consider house shows is stuff like Battle of the Belts. Stuff like that. Possible. Well, I, I would... That would be cool. Um, do you mind turning down your mic just a little bit? Yeah, gotcha. Hello. Okay, yes, perfect. Um, yeah, so moving on, we got a little segment, and this is another one of the elite getting deleted from their uh, existence, from historical AW events. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got somebody at, like, I don't know, Adobe yeah uh, creative see, like, suite yeah just uh i don't, I don't know what fucking tool he's using like uh lasso tool to just lasso around the elite and delete them mm-hmm. off of every off of everything but that's pretty cool yeah um and they then they have uh he's good then they have them deleting them from uh from cards or like from uh card graphics and inserting as the as the trio's champions and inserting the death triangle in their place Mm -hmm. and there was i guess one of the files on the computer said like delete the elite or something Mm -hmm. like that yeah and uh okay it's it's cheesy and i kind of like it it's cheesy but it's very elite like cheesy you know because it's yeah it's very bte yeah yeah it's like whenever the AEW logo disappears the first thing it disappears the e for elite yeah No, I, I like that. I, mm-hmm. I like that stuff. So we've got to be seeing them coming back at full gear. I imagine before full gear, because it seems like they're going to challenge for the trios titles. So, Well, that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. why I say that is in they'll have a match. Mm-hmm. Like for they'll sure. show up, mm-hmm. um, challenge for the match. I think so. I guess that will be, that, that'll be on the pay-per-view, I would assume. Unless they just show up at the pay-per-view yeah, to affect yeah. things, which they could do as well. Because mm-hmm. um, I think you kind of got to kind of got to put those belts back on them. Yeah, I would think so. Even though I like the storyline, we'll get to it later, that they're doing with the Death Triangle. But you hey, don't need he, the, the belts for that storyline, but I do like that they have well, the belts. This, that can, this can have Death Triangle fracture mm-hmm. with this match. For sure. Um. Yeah, and, and I like that because when they, when uh, Penta and Phoenix fractured earlier with, uh, I think was was that with Eddie Kingston? Yeah, that was great. Mm-hmm. That was some of the best work they ever did. Yeah, when Penta was going heel and Phoenix was going face, and they were just mm-hmm. beating the shit out of each other, that was amazing. Yeah, and Kingston was laughing the whole time. Yeah, that was so <laughs> phenomenal. Um, that yeah, was, that I, was. Those two dudes need to be in single stuff because as they good do. as they are as a tag team, they're even better in single stuff. That they are. That they are. Okay, so next match we have Lee Moriarty. Leland Moriarty versus Jonathan Mox. Moxley. And this was this was cool. This was uh, Mox going out there to, to acknowledge that, yes, we were looking at you to join our faction. In the end, we didn't, but we, we do realize that you have potential. Um, maybe he'll beat some sense into Lee Moriarty for, uh, for 
for joining um, Stokely Hathaway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, Lee comes out there. He uh, is very technical. He had a he had a good match, um, but Mox was too much for him. Mm-hmm. He was uh, eating all of his strikes, eating all of his kicks. Um, yeah, it was good to see Lee Moriarty step up the card a little <laughs> bit because um, I have always been a huge Lee Moriarty supporter. But he, of those three guys who came in at that time, has sort of taken the back seat, <laughs> if that makes sense. And yeah. it's been interesting to see Yuta, of almost of all of them, almost take the highest role. Or mm-hmm. to get over with the fans the most, because in my opinion, he was the one that I would I would not have bet on if I had to put money on those three guys. I would put the least mm-hmm. <laughs> on Yuta, as much as I love the guy, like like getting over with the fans because he's probably the most bland mm-hmm. of the three, and yet he's the guy who's the most over. Yeah, um, but yeah, Lee Moriarty. He he came to to show what he can do in this match. I thought he, he held his own. What, what were your yeah. thoughts of it? He did. He did really good. I, I like this match a lot. Uh, I really liked Ethan page on commentary. Oh yes. Ethan page added a lot there. Mm-hmm. Um, he should be on commentary as much as possible. Yeah. He, he was really the, good for his stables matches. Mm-hmm. Um, this match, obviously mocks one afterwards. Um, Ethan page runs down. Fucking just boots Mox right in the face. Yeah, big Yakuza kick. Um, I believe other people came out as well, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. I think they just kicked him, and Mox was just kind of down because it was like a super blindside. Because I, yeah. I expected a more of a beatdown, and then MJF to make the save, but MJF wasn't on the show at all. It's still selling the effects of the week before. The yeah, the big uh, through the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what happened the week before that we didn't get a chance to talk about. Yeah, um, which I still don't trust MJF. I still think he's turning heel. But you think he's turning heel from being a he's like sort of like teasing face? Well, yeah, because he's like I'm going to do it on my own and do all this. But I still think the firm is clearly going to help him. He, he he's facing Mox. He's going to be the heel. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, and he's going to Mox is like God right now, so he's going to need all the help he can to beat Mox. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So they beat him down, and I then they uh, they talked about the the tournament for the uh, like the 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 winner of the elimination tournament will face Mox at uh, uh, winter's coming. At? Winter's, winter's coming. coming. Okay. Mm-hmm. The and finals the, of the, the tournament is... at full gear. Okay. So I think it's. They're easily setting this up for it to be Ethan Page's win, mm-hmm. because they're basically starting this feud already. Yeah, <laughs> with Ethan Page and Mox, which is funny because no one else is even announced for the tournament. Yeah, I think they said they're going to announce more people on Friday. Yeah, which is weird. Which, uh, if they're they going to do it know. at Full Gear, they should probably start the tournament pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, they should have announced some. They should have announced some people last night. To be mm-hmm. honest. Yeah, I think that was probably a bit of a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that I'm excited for an Ethan Page versus Moxley 
feud is good. I like that. That's yeah. fun. Um, yeah. That's another guy I like to see getting pushed up the card a bit is Ethan Page because yeah. he's he's that good. He's that talented and he can really, really talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a phenomenal talker and I think would get very over quite oh, quickly. F- for sure. Yeah. If they just let him do what he can do. Okay, next we had the Britt Baker and Soraya interview with um, Miss Mrs. Renee Paquette. Renee Paquette. Mm-hmm. Um, Baker no-showed it, which of course she did. Mm-hmm. Um, Soraya says that Britt Baker doesn't care about anyone but herself. She said that she should feel so lucky to be in an interview with her, to be in a match with her, to be in the same company with her because of all the stuff she said, Sarai has been wrestling for what is it like 20 years and she's only like 30 something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which is crazy when you think about it. Um, yeah. I mean, that's probably why she got so injured though. Cause she's been doing it for so long and she's so young. Yeah. Her, her <laughs> neck couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. And she said that uh, she's asked about her condition and she said that, uh, there's one more doctor she needs to consult with before she will talk about her condition. Who do you think that doctor is? Britt Baker. <laughs> I think it's her talking uh, shit. Like, I need to see one more doctor before. I think it's Britt Baker. Because uh, you know she's... what? That's that's a, that's clever. Yeah. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Like, I need to uh, show I, Britt Baker thinking... that I'm good to go. Because I don't know what other doctor they could have i was like dr. uh dr wagner jr from mexico maybe i don't know <laughs> is there there's an old doctor like dentist gimmick in the past right yeah that you could guy. do like kane he was a dentist at one point but i wouldn't want him on the show because that guy just Anyways, tweets out yeah. a bunch of nonsense now oh my god he's he's off his rocker yeah <laughs> Too many chair shots, man. Mm-hmm. Too many chair shots. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that that's a clever way of uh, solving this. Obviously, we're getting this match at the pay-per-view, so that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say Soraya Sor- goes over at the pay-per-view. Oh, she's got to. Unless, um, I mean, I know Tony Khan does love Britt Baker, but it would be Soraya's first match since she retired, so she'd have to win. <laughs> one match that they announced, did they announce it for the pay-per-view is that hater versus tony storm yeah is that man they better fucking hope that hater they better put that belt on hater that place will burn down yeah if tony storm beats her yeah they got to you got to do it you have mm-hmm. to do it so they're building for three women's matches at the pay-per-view which is good what are the other i mean we've got the so, soraya one soraya and baker and then yes. the women's title and then the TBS title stuff. It's got to include right. at the pay-per-view. I would assume the, the women's title stuff will conclude at the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. You would think it would. Yeah. Yeah, that cool. Yeah. Lo- love to see that. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a, maybe a couple fewer men's matches and we're good to go. I hope so, because as much as I love AEW... Yeah, this shit's too I, long, man. Yeah, I hope they don't do like 15 matches again. <laughs> I'm so tired at the end yeah. of it. It's like, this one's on a Saturday, so that helps some, but it's still like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's tough. Mm-hmm. It's tough. 
Okay, so next we had Daddy Ass's B-Day Bash. This is hilarious. And this is after Daddy Ass got Heidenreicht uh, a week ago. <laughs> got his... Got his he got that, his scissors snipped. That fucking YouTube video on thumbnail they put up, they knew what they were doing. That was hilarious. Will Daddy Ass be able to scissor this Wednesday? It just looked like Swerve was giving it to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, he comes out and he's got casts on his hands. Poor Daddy Ass got his, uh, got his scissors snipped. Mm-hmm. Um, they unveil that uh they have foam fingers for everybody to buy scissor fingers which is amazing yeah they've been somehow they couldn't manage to figure out how to put either of the two on daddy ass the right way (laughs) so so he was they're upside down and backwards Mm -hmm. on both hands yeah Um, hilarious then they ask the crowd who's got the best gift for daddy ass they go in they take some some big scissors from a kid, which is nice. Um, they give him the world's greatest daddy trophy. Um, I like that they, it said world's greatest dad, and they just wrote D-Y for daddy. Yes. <laughs> oh, amazing. I love it. Um, then they pull out a certificate, which is, I guess, they said that they went to a lawyer and got it all drawn up, that this is for William daddy ass gun (laughs) to uh adopt them to officially adopt the acclaimed and that's so funny for me Mm -hmm. um he's about to sign it he's he's like oh you're gonna be my sons and i get to be your daddy (laughs) i'm gonna be your daddy he's about to sign it and then of course his real sons come out the back got the the ass boys their haircuts get worse and worse (laughs) every week they look like the Backstreet Boys. They do. They do. They and for and one of them has an armpit tattoo, which is just like why that had to be so painful for me. Like they've gotten over as heels for me. I find oh yeah, they're, they're I find them incredible. Yeah, they're great. Um, they're obnoxious. It's, it's they're they're doing. Yeah, what they're they, supposed they to be fit doing. their role. They mm-hmm. fit their role. Um, they're they're coming down to the ring, but of course Morrissey attacks from behind he hits the big boot uh, they're beating them down they're just getting their ass kicked then ftr come out they make the save and then they're they stare down with the acclaimed and you're like okay but i'm pretty sure they're not the top guys here yeah they're not they, number one they contender just, anymore they but... won that they lost that slot they're mm-hmm. no longer the number one contenders, which is funny because they never got their shot. Yeah. <laughs> I still think it might be either a three-way tag or a four-way tag. Well, the I mean, they're best. obviously doing it because they did this spot. Mm-hmm. Like, um, this is this is setting up a match between these teams. Mm-hmm. And uh, we hear later on in the show, we got, uh, we could just talk about this now. We got Rick Ross and Swerve. Which, they need to have Rick Ross on more. He was amazing. That was he's so, so good. funny. Yeah, he was smooth. Yeah, accusations, um, accusations. That was. <laughs> yeah, Rick Ross is Rick Ross is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you see him like when he was out in the crowd? On. Like how much fun he was having, like in the crowd and stuff. It's awesome. Oh, I didn't know he was in the crowd. Yeah, he was for up until a segment, like before you could see him in some shots of the crowd, and he was just going nuts, having fun. 
Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, no, I didn't know that. Um, I love how much influence Swerve has. Yeah, Swerve he tweets out all the time. All. He tweets all the time that he's their best ac- acquisition, and he, he may be right because they're on um, what's that XXL that hip hop magazine and like their Twitter yeah. and and stuff all the time because all the rappers and stuff he brings in. So that's good. He's a no, he's a legitimate rapper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he's legit, legit. He's more, he's a more legitimate rapper than Fozzie is a legitimate band. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so, no, really cool, really funny stuff. Mm-hmm. And they um, set up a uh, match for Rampage, right? During that segment. Yeah, it's With... a, it's an eight man. It's a weird eight man because it's Swerving Our Glory and Gun Club mm-hmm. versus. Um, uh, the acclaimed and FTR. FTR, which is why I think it might be a four-way tag match. At um, that would be good. I would. I'd be down for that. Mm-hmm. You know and, that um, they would put together something really fun. Yeah, there. they would. And speaking of FTR, they're making their uh, debut in Japan at the Autumn Attack show coming up. They're facing the King or United Empire for the IWGP tag in titles. Japan. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, very next, cool. Next weekend, I think. I really want to see how the uh, Japanese fans oh, react love them. They to love, FTR. They love big, beefy American also, dudes over there. I want to see FTR face some of the Japanese New Japan guys. We've seen a lot of the like AW talent face the other like strong guys, mm-hmm. like and uh, New Japan strong guys. I want to see them face like the New Japan like dojo guys. Yeah. That I want to see them face like the big boys. I want to mm-hmm. see the big boys. Yeah. Give me uh who's their biggest tag team in New Japan right now? I guess maybe that's why they're facing these guys. Yeah, they their tag division's not the greatest. It's not great right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not uh it's not solid. Yeah. That's probably why they gave the belt staff. Man, <laughs> War Machine's got to get back over there. Holy smokes. Yeah, they were so popular in Japan. They were huge there. They got to go. They got to get Jap- back there. The Japanese crowds love them some meaty American wrestlers. So, Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Okay, so next we had a match that I thought was going to main event. It did not. Yeah, me too. Me too. This was, we talked about it earlier, Chris Jericho versus um, the to-be-named Ring of Honor former champion. Mm-hmm. Out comes boom, boom. Colt Cabana, boom, boom, boom. And I was so happy when that happened. Me too. Like, Me hey, too. we got it. We got it right. He, he got a great um, reception. The crowd is excited. Yeah, they awesome. love him. Because he's, he's a locker not? room leader. He's mm-hmm. He's been over since he fucking walked out on there. And which always shocked me. Like when he came out that one time. Mm-hmm. Just as a... Just fucking ran out of the back. And had mm-hmm. music. Um to 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 save people and was over instantly. Uh-huh. I was like, fucking people, people are cheering Cole Cabana. I was like, uh-huh. okay, cool, because he was just because he was pr- a pretty obscure like comedy wrestler in New Japan at the time, uh-huh. and even in Ring of Honor. It's like, like he has like history in wrestling. He's I think he may have been. He's probably more popular because of his podcast at that point than exactly. Wrestling. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And like how many people really in that crowd would be listening to his podcast? Who knows? But mm-hmm. 
he from day one he's been over and he was a locker room leader and was the most visible effect uh, or yeah the most visible effect of Colt of CM Punk on the mm-hmm. on the product oh yeah um yeah so seeing him uh, him come back is like a a paradigm shift back the other direction Oh, which is that, nice. yeah, that it's 100% like, tells you who they're they're siding with in the whole thing. Yeah, and it just it just feels like old AEW if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like it gives it gives a warm fuzzy feeling when you see Colt Cabana come out there. Oh yeah. Um he he went out there. He had a good match with Chris Jericho as you know they would. Mm-hmm. Colt Cabana just he's kind of like Dustin Rhodes in that you know he's going to go out there and just have a banger. Mm-hmm. Like I always remember that match he had with Brody Lee. Out of nowhere, yeah, that match was out really of good. nowhere. Just mm-hmm. went out there and had a classic with Brody Lee. That was at Daly's place. Um, mm-hmm. No, yeah, he's he's great. And I think this may be the second time he's faced Jericho as well. Yeah, I think he may have faced him at uh, at Daly's place as well because I think they had a good match mm-hmm. in the past. Now that I'm thinking back to it. Mm-hmm. Could have been Mox, but I think it was Jericho. And he he lost to him, obviously, and he lost to him again this time off a code breaker of all things. Yeah, well, he almost had it won, but then Hager interfered. Hager with the yes. hat is best. Hager, he should always keep that stupid hat. <laughs> I love this hat. It's yeah. so dumb. Yeah. It, the him just being the meathead is so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, just being ogre from that movie that no, we can't watch anymore. Uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. of rape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then, yeah. When you watch that movie, and when you're older, you're like, oh, yeah, this is not cool. <laughs> <laughs> this does not. This does not track. But yeah. when I was a kid, that shit was on all the time mm-hmm. at family functions. Yep, yep. Comedy Central would play it constantly on just regular TV. Um. Yeah. So uh, that. How like really surprising finish seeing Jericho finish with a code breaker. I do like the AW does that sometimes though, because mm-hmm. it keeps things fresh. You never know how matches are gonna end. Yeah, one I thing like I that. did like during this match is um Jericho tried to get Colt in the uh walls of Jericho and you know, Colt's finishing moves the Billy Goat's curse, which is like an inverted Boston Crab. And yeah. he got out of it and they're like, Well, you know, his finishing move is kinda like that, so he probably knows all the ins and outs of it. I was like, I like that. That's good story. No, too. Was, that was really good on commentary doing that. Mm-hmm. I did like when he was going for the uh, Chicago skyline, which is one of the more brutal looking moves yeah. I've seen. And it's so funny that Colt Cabana does it. <laughs> That's the one in the corner, right? Yes. Yeah. Where yeah, he right. picks him up and then drops him drops off the turnbuckle. Yeah. It looks yeah, fucking yeah. brutal. But they went to do it and just in. They just I'm fell. Pretty sure was not a botch. Just. Mm-hmm. They just made it look cool. They both fell off the turnbuckle onto the floor. Mm-hmm. It's like, shit, that, that looked real. That just looked like two old men lost their balance. But mm-hmm. you know it wasn't. Yeah. Um, that was cool. And then uh, after the match, Chris Jericho wins. Um, they run up the ramp, they grab Riccoboni. They this is the second time they've done this. They mm-hmm. rip off his glasses. Jericho They're about to hit him funny picture of him. With, about to hit him with the championship belt and Claudio comes to his aid. Like mm-hmm. 
like Superman. He is Superman. Yeah. Um, Swiss he's Superman. fighting them all, but he's just getting his ass beat. And then out comes Danielson, and then out comes Yuta. And it's just a, it's a brawl. We've got, it's a pier six. We've got the security running out. They're getting dropped. Crowds um, chanting, let them fight. Yeah. So I'm curious where this is going at this point. I don't, they can't, they can't do blood and guts again. Yeah. I don't know. I know. Well, it seems like, cause Claudio got the win on Jericho last week in that mm-hmm. tag match. So it seems like maybe they'll have another match. And then, because okay, yeah. final battle is coming up too, so you know they'll probably have matches there. And then I don't think it made it on TV, but Garcia tweeted it out. Danielson picked up the pure title after the brawl, and Garcia was like, "Don't touch my title again" on Twitter. So, oh, interesting. Okay, maybe maybe they'll do some more stuff with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't seen them do a match in a bit. Yeah, it, like so I said, can... final battle's coming up, so. Those two matches would be big for the seeing Jericho drop that title at Final Battle would be good. Mm-hmm. Which I, I wonder if they're still. You know how we had theorized that Garcia was going to be the one to take it off him. I wonder if they're still going to do that. But Garcia just seems firmly back just to be in Jericho's lackey. So I don't know. I know, which is kind of weird for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's there was more of a payoff on that. Maybe they're going to space it out more. You know, lall they everyone spaced back. Spaced it out a lot. Yeah, that's true. Too. <laughs> that's you don't true. need to space it out more. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've we've let it breathe. It's breathed enough. Mm-hmm. It's fermented. Yeah, let's uh, let's move on. Uh, it's good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but it's like no need to draw it out anymore. Let's just get to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and next we have a match that uh, another match that I was convinced was going to be the main event. It was not. This is Orange Cassidy versus Luchasaurus versus Phoenix. This match was fun. We had table spots. Wild Jungle Boy came out, did that insane table spot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fucking Jungle Boy just fucking cracks Luchasaurus with the, with the chair a few times, and then fucking just cross bodies him off the stage, over some shit onto a table. Yeah, the base almost decapitated himself. Yeah, yeah, on yeah, the, yeah. On the table when it when it came up, I think he cracked his forehead on it. Yeah, you could tell too because like he didn't really. You could tell after that happened, his adrenaline was pumping because he got up and started running around and high fiving fans and stuff. It's like you you know he almost died. He realized it, so he didn't want to sit there. <laughs> yeah, because when he when he got up, he was he was like, whoa, yeah, yeah. Like, and then some lady. Really- uh, was screaming bloody murder whenever that happened too. Because when they played the replay, you could just hear her every time they did the replay. It was funny. Yeah, good but, stuff. Yeah, this um, match was good though. I liked because uh, uh, before the match, Pac uh, is trying to turn Phoenix to the dark side. He's like, you could use the hammer and stuff. So it played into the ending of the match, which I like. No, great stuff. Um, I loved uh, Phoenix and Orange Cassidy teaming up on Luchasaurus at the beginning mm-hmm. of the match. Yeah. Um, Luchasaurus very much looked like Kane in this. It was great. I um, his new entrance is so awesome. I love it. It's very good. Mm-hmm. We had uh, we had Christian on commentary. Um, I think this is Orange Cassidy's title to carry for a long time. Um, I think he's gonna he's gonna do a lot of good things for the company mm-hmm. with this title. Um, yeah. the finish to this match was my favorite thing. 
I can't. I don't even know what Phoenix was going for. He was going for some spinny, flippy shit. Mm-hmm. And Orange Cassidy just caught him right in the face with yeah. his orange punch, and I popped my titties off. Mm-hmm. Um, I will confess that I was running around doing some shit when this match happened, so that's all I really remember. But it was, I do know it was that it was them trying to double team Luchasaurus, them doing high spots, and then Jungle Boy came out, and Pot came out at the end, tried to give uh, Phoenix yeah, to hammer a little, and Phoenix. <laughs> threw it out of the ring and then they went to the finish yeah and then uh pat, pat grabbed the hammer and tried to like chastise him with it yeah he's pat look like he's gonna beat up orange cassidy again and then uh fucking shibata's music starts playing the crowd goes nuts shibata best friends and rocky romero all come out and then um what they announced the winner of this match gets their dream opponent on friday yeah they said yeah they said the winner of this match gets a dream opponent at their location or whenever they want or something like yeah. that. And I really like, I mean, I'm totally happy with the Shibata surprise and Orange Cassidy versus Shibata, but I was really hoping they were going to do Orange Cassidy versus Minoru Suzuki, the match that was taken away from us because of the pandemic. But this, this yeah. nuts this that is... Shibata's wrestling on Rampage, that's fucking insane. Because they've had a Shibata Orange Cassidy interaction in the past. Yeah, it happened uh, for Big Door. Yeah, Forbidden Door, they did that pose down, which is awesome. Yeah, and it looked like Shibata was going to start doing the little kicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he points at the contract. Uh, Orange Cassidy looks at it, he's like, you want it? Mm-hmm. And Shibata says, yes, he, he signs it. We're getting it this Friday. Yeah. We're just... getting it on Rampage. This isn't even a pay-per-view match. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. Just... Kidding, We're just getting this on Friday, so I guess this will be the first fucking rampage i watch and yeah and it's months. like shabbat probably second or third match back since having to retire too which is insane and to me this tells me orange cassie's going to japan oh i think so too orange but, cassie's gonna be at uh he's gotta be at wrestle kingdom oh for sure defending that yeah. title i hope so and shabbat i don't know if you saw the backstage stuff where Shibata uh, wants to wrestle two people in AEW, yes. Orange Cassidy and Brian Danielson. So, who, baby, I need that. Sign Danielson. me up. Yeah, for those, those men are going to die in that ring. Yeah, that's how they want to go out, though. So, it is <laughs> a double funeral. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's exciting. Orange Cassidy versus Shibata is it's like a fever dream of a match, but I can't wait for it. For me, that that's probably a little more exciting than Suzuki, just because I'm just I don't know I I'm such a huge fan of Shibata. He was one of the first guys that I really loved in mm-hmm. New Japan. No, I love Shibata. I'm so happy he's wrestling and he can wrestle. Yeah, again he's cause... he's amazing. He's amazing. It was I need him to do his hair like he used to though. Oh yeah, for sure. P- please use some product. Mm-hmm. Shibata son. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait though. This match is gonna be awesome. Okay, Jade versus Marina Shafir. Um, fuck you, JD from New York. Um, what? I just <laughs> saw people dumping on him, and then he was mad about something today. I don't even know who this guy is, but eh, he sucks. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I just saw like uh, Britt Baker and um, uh, uh, Jade like just going off on him. <laughs> 
He's a big old racist and mm. homophobe too. So okay. fuck him. Yeah. There's a there's a video of him playing Mario Kart, just like dropping slurs on people. All right, well, fuck that guy then. Yeah. Yeah, fuck him. I just I I, like, what, when this happened, I was just like, I just fucking threw that video up there. Yeah. Whenever. Um, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he essentially like when they announced this match, he's just like, "Why do we have to watch this shit?" And Jade was basically like, "Fuck you." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then the whole fucking women's division just tap dance on his fragile little ass mm-hmm. on Twitter, which is funny. Yeah, because he got made fun of by a WWE wrestler not too long ago on Twitter too. So this guy must just have everyone must just hate that guy. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, he's, he's not a good dude. He's not a yeah, good dude. That's good. and he's a confirmed bigot. So yeah, fuck that guy. He's he's in he's on 4K or fucking I don't know 720 because it's YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I the thing that I liked the most about this match, which isn't saying too much, um, is Shafir's new music is a huge improvement. That yeah, was really it was like good. that classical before, right? Which is which is interesting, which is cool, but not for like a big stadium setting. Mm-hmm. Like I do like the idea that some fucking Eastern European fucking killer comes mm-hmm. out to just classical music. That's yeah. that's cold as hell, yeah. but it doesn't always translate. That's and true. this being a remix of that, I thought was better. Yeah. Um, they get in the ring, they're about to have the match, and Nyla's music hits, and she starts doing live commentary on a live mic over the match. And on paper, I thought this is amazing. I thought mm-hmm. this is a fantastic idea. Like this is this is what I want more of from Nyla. However, in practice, I thought it was way too distracting. Mm-hmm. Like this is something that uh maybe they should have tried out. I don't know. Have they tried it on on Dynamite or on Rampage? No, like on Rampage, uh, was it last week or the week before, like, because Jade was going to hold the show hostage and then um, she was sitting out in the the, the ring and then it cuts to the the Tron and uh, Nyla's in there and she sings Jade's name in the style of the Four Don Blonde song, What's Going On, which was, that was fucking, like, I died laughing. It's like, that's so good. But then she, like, stole Jade's car, so Jade ran off. Like, stuff yeah, like, like that they've been doing is really good. But this, yeah, like this, this to me, like, uh, it was almost, it's kind of like the, the Booker T, uh, commentating as he's kicking some ass in the ring. Oh, yeah. In TNA, that Mm -hmm. old classic Mm -hmm. kick. It was like, oh, Booker T kicks him again. Yeah. Oh, Booker (laughs) T kicks him again. Oh, he hits him with the right hand. Oh, he hits him with the, with the elbow. Like, that shit's fucking funny as hell. The problem is that this became distracting. Yeah, it took away and, from the match, and like we were and saying, especially before like the camera would mm-hmm. switch back and forth from the match to Jade, from the match to Jade, and then they gave the mic to Vicky. Fuck off. Yeah, they just need to have Nyla do it. Yeah, stuff. like to... Nyla Rose is a comedic genius. I don't need to hear from Vicky Guerrero, especially over top of a match. Yeah, like I don't know anything that happened in the match. Because too much focus was on Nyla. Mm-hmm. And so. I think it was uh, a noble failure, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I think yeah. on paper, it sounds hilarious. Mm-hmm. But maybe they should have workshopped that a little bit. Yeah, especially like we were saying before we started recording when it's your only women's match. Like, 
you don't want to take away from the in-ring yeah. action. Like I understand what they're trying to do, and Nyla's yeah. been hilarious this whole feud, like with their like cards to say like two and zero on it and stuff, making fun of Jade. That's all been good. But yeah, keep it going though, because I really mm-hmm. like I really like funny Nyla. I want mm-hmm. more funny Nyla. I think it's very very good, and I think she can get over huge mm-hmm. doing what she's doing. This just wasn't it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Next, we have this really cool House of Black vignette. Oh, this is so fucking like cool! Black metal as hell. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Julia Gulia leading her <laughs> her dark disciples, mm-hmm. who are not the House of Black, but I guess they're in the house. Um, well, they've burn... shown like the, the druid type people before, right? Yeah, like, just yeah. hanging out. Yeah, to to burn the dead bodies of the House of Black at well, the did stake. You... Notice how each one of them had a different death, like or burial. One was buried in the ground, one was yeah. by fire, and one was in the water. That's which is cool. amazing. I loved yeah. it. I loved every second of it. Yeah. And it's essentially she they needed to kill them and destroy them so that they can rise from the ashes again. Yeah, so they're reborn, which is fucking sick. As soon as I saw um because they, they showed Malachi like the opening was like all four of them, like through flashes, and as soon as I yeah. saw Malachi Black is like, Oh, here we go. Here we go. So hopefully uh, this will reignite his passion. Yes, yes. I above everything else, him because he said he wanted to take off time to feel better and get mentally right. So above everything, I hope that means that he's feeling better and he's ready to. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like he thought his career was going to end when he had his most recent injury. Yeah. So that could have just that'll take a toll on anybody as well. I'm sure that didn't help him. Yeah. For sure, but happy they're back. I hope they do more vignettes like this the next few weeks. Like, don't, don't they don't need to rush back to wrestle. Just keep doing stuff like this, and it because this was sick as hell. Yeah, it'll, I every week, every week mm-hmm. I need more. And I, I, I know see them on my TV every week. This is the type of stuff like Malachi Black loves to do. Like he likes this type of stuff. So just like like, hey, you get two minutes this week. Come up with a vignette. Yeah, do what you do. Also, mm-hmm. where the hell's Miro? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe now that they're coming back, he can regain his crusade against it's, the pagans. Yeah, it's just funny because they they resigned him to like a three year contract and then disappeared. Mm-hmm. Well, I know he was hurt. He came back and then he was filming like, some stuff. Like yeah, he was, he was doing some like TV work and mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Like actually, but then he like, had that thing like you took the pagans away from me, God, and that was like the last time we saw him. Right after Malachi Black said he's taking time off. So yeah, it was weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. I was just had that thought because of the vignettes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's his specialty as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, Samoa Joe versus Brian Cage. Who knew these two guys would be main eventing a Dynamite? I thought that was weird, but then it, uh, they were in Baltimore, which was the, the home base of Ring of Honor. I think that's why they did it because it's for the Ring of Honor TV title. So I think that's why they did it. Cause that was like that was a weird main event. <laughs> like it's a good match, but it's just a, yeah. But it's like if you if you had been like down the line in a couple months, we're gonna have a main event match between Samoa Joe and Brian Cage. Mm-hmm. Iron Man still with the fucking company. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, here's the one thing: the man can work. Mm-hmm. The man can work. If that... you if if you give him a match and say go do something cool. He's gonna have a banger of a match. Yeah, that always fucking, does. 
pump handle slam thing he did to Joe. Oh my insane. god! I thought I thought he ended <laughs> Joe's career. Yeah. I thought he ended Joe's career. That shit was insane. Oh my god! He dropped that man on his face. Mm-hmm. It's like, and that is a three hundred pound man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good lord! And he has concussion issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How are you spinning that man in the air like that? Yeah. Yeah. Which the fact that he was able to do that at all is insane. Mm-hmm. An inverted pump handle slam. Holy moly, that's some strength. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, so this match uh that I I blacked out the rest of the match. Uh it's just all Joe took a lot of offense in this, which was weird. But I, maybe they just wanted to help Brian Cage some because he yeah, just I did mean, a Bunch of biggest his big power moves and stuff. And guys like Joe, they know that you gotta you gotta give the other guy mm-hmm. some offense as well, yeah. in order to make the match interesting, especially in the main event. Mm-hmm. Like he he's got to he's got to eat some shit. Um, yeah. He has the best punches in wrestling. Yeah, like his punches are phenomenal. His kicks are phenomenal. He looked gassed at one point. He was. He, he was heaving. He was sweating this when, he hit f- the, when he hit that when he hit that on. He's like, "Ooh!" Was this his first match back? Filming all Sorry. stuff. Was this his first match back? Do you know, or has he had a match um, in singles? Yeah. Okay. He's done. He's done a couple tag matches as well. Yeah, with, but they usually just destroy the fools they're wrestling. So. Yes. Yeah, it is the. Uh, he's probably had a match on Ring of Honor mm-hmm. when they've done those shows. Yeah. I did. Well, I just meant the since last he, one. Since yeah, he had a match there. I just meant since he's been filming um, Twisted Metal. Is that that game? Is that that game? Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. I've just. I'm thinking because they had a uh, Ring of Honor since then. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. They had a pay-per-view so. since then, which I did not watch. He wrestled Jay Lethal that show, right? Okay, there you go. So I think was that was the Jay Lethal, and then this match is his next one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, shit. Sorry. I, I would love for Samoa Joe to move on from the Ring of Honor, guys. Yeah, me too. Honest. But I'm I think that. like how they have Jericho with the belt and Joe, I think they're trying to sweeten the pot for... Yeah, they're trying. They're trying to get someone to buy. Mm -hmm. Is what's happening right now? Because right now it almost feels like they're prioritizing some Ring of Honor over AEW. Oh, they definitely are. That's like, and it's to the detriment of AEW. Yeah, I was gonna say besides the women's match stuff, which is a constant complaint of people online, the other stuff is I've seen is people saying they're tired of all the Ring of Honor stuff, which I get too. Because, but once they have their own show, I think oh, it'll be fine. It's just. You just want to see them, like now all of a sudden this is just a Ring of Honor show. Yeah, and it's guys like Lethal, it's guys like Cage, it's guys like, um, like every everything that was being defended, with the exception of the All Atlantic, was a Ring of Honor mm-hmm. title or whatnot, and it, it feels like that's been the case for a few weeks. Yeah, so. I don't know if this is an imminent thing where they're going to get a deal soon, but you got to move back to the AEW. Like guys like Starks mm-hmm. and Hobbs and Dante Martin and yeah. 
fucking anybody that like I just I just want it to be more AW centric. For sure. I think they will. I think they should just put honestly, I know we say this, they should just put on HBO. Like that I, it, I, it's funny because like we say this and yet it's all it's like three quarters AW guys. Just yeah. change change the color and the context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um yeah, it's just I don't know. Mm-hmm. But then Stay after the match, approach. you know, they've been, it's another thing they've been doing a lot where the uh, embassy beats up uh, Samojo. Samojo, Wardlow comes and makes a save, but then we get powerhouse. Yeah. Hobbs comes out and fucking drops Wardlow with, uh, with the big spine buster. So we're clearly getting Hobbs versus Wardlow. And then, so I think it's going to be Hobbs beats Wardlow. And Wardlow has said that if MJF is the champ in AEW, he's coming for he's cashing in his uh, his title shot against mm-hmm. MJF. So MJF cashes in on Mox, beats Mox. Wardlow loses to Hobbs. Wardlow cashes in on MJF and loses. Mm-hmm. Let's yep. be clear: MJF is beating Wardlow. Oh yeah, he's gonna get his win back. <laughs> After getting squashed by him, yeah. So I'm. Did they show us the card for next week? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember it either. I know. I saw Rampage the hater for the pay per view, which was fun. Yeah, I know. A Rampage is uh, the eight man tag, and then Brit and Hater said they're going to have a tag, and that's all Shibata. I, Shibata versus. Uh, Orange Cassidy, that's really all you need for a rampage. And then they haven't been saying too much about the Dynamites ahead of time. Yeah, they're kind of getting back to, remember when they would have like one match and then rampage, they'd announce a few more and then like Monday, Tuesday night, they'd announce the rest of the card. They're kind of getting back back into that groove. Yeah, so I think that's what we have. So I apologize for not knowing what's coming up. Mm -hmm. I didn't see it. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember because I, I don't. I'm always in awe when Excalibur starts naming Rampage and next week's Dynamite. He, I don't remember him doing that. All right, so I guess we will call it here. Ooh, we're under an hour. That's the first time in a while. Yeah, we're almost four minutes, eighteen yeah. seconds. All right. Yeah. See wee, you guys wee, next week. Wee, wee. <laughs> Hit him with the guitar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>